final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Also brought to you by Delta, official airline of BYU basketball. Here's your host, Cleon Wall. Down the pilots, 82 to 71. The Cougars outscore Portland 52 to 28 in the second half. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. We're waiting to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope and some players as they meet the media in the post game news conference. We will go live back down to Vegas as soon as it starts. Let's go over what I liked and what I didn't like about the second half, or maybe you could just say the whole entire game. What I did like, the 18-2 to two run to start the second half by BYU. Started with good defense that led to offense. Three-point play by Gideon George off a steal and good pass by Jackson Robinson. Three-pointer by Jackson off of a forced miss. Turnover led to a Spencer Johnson three. Then Foose, easy bucket off of a seal. Another Jackson Robbins three. An air ball by Robertson. Finally a timeout. What a way to come out to start the half. That's really what won BYU this game. BYU's defense was good in this game, but its offense came out Came to life, excuse me, after looking so bad at the end of the first half. They drove, they kicked, they hit their three-pointers. They found Foose down low, and he was able to convert in this game. Richie Saunders, what a game. 12 points to pace the team in the first half. Ends up with a career high 18. He's the leading scorer on the night. The guy truly is the energizer bunny of this team. Jackson Robinson, no conscience. He played a pretty bad first half and then he totally redeems himself in the second half two three-pointers a nice cut and an, and an and one layup then good defense and a rebound another bad pass that led to a turnover you know that's where he needs to work on he, that's where he needs to work on his game the most good crossover and a layup with his left hand he ends up with 14 points in this game again all after halftime Foose Traore offensive rebounds five in this game Got one just with under just two minutes left that led to a Richie Saunders layup. Another rebound and a slam dunk pretty much sealed the win. I think he should have got two rebounds before that dunk. I don't know. I, 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 did, I, I thought he actually got two, but whatever. Anyway, Rudy Williams steal with a three-point lead. Fights for the ball eventually leads to a Richie Saunders layup to give BYU a five-point lead in this game. They also cut down on the turnovers. They had nine at the half, only three after the break. Tyler Robertson... I will say I like that guy. He knows how to control it down low against BYU's guards. He ends up with 31 points in the game. What I didn't like about this game, the defense on Tyler Robinson. Maybe stop switching on defense. Put Gideon George on him. Make him fight through some screens. Coach Poe finally went to a 1-3-1 zone defense, and that helped to slow Robertson down. It felt like BYU should have put this game away before the 10-minute mark, the way they were playing. I say that because I know how this team's offense waxes and wanes at times. It did wane late, but BYU's defense was good enough that they did pull out the victory. Finally, Richie Saunders, one thing, Richie Saunders shooting a three with two minutes left, breaking the press, milks the clock, should have done that, didn't do it. But that's it. BYU now plays Loyola Marriott tomorrow night. BYU Sports Network begins at 7 p.m. tomorrow night. Game tips at 8. Fans, remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50 on the app or at papajohns.com. Tomorrow, receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location tomorrow only. Coming up next, Wolverines explode on offense. Your final score tonight, BYU beats Portland 82-71. More Cougar postgame live comes your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Here's Cleon Wall with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live presented by Big O Tires. BYU beats Portland 82-71. The Cougars will next play Loyola Marymount tomorrow night. Uh, let's go down to Las Vegas. Mark Pope and a few of the Cougars are meeting the media right now. Let's go down to them and hear what they have to say. All we talked about in the, in, in the locker room was like, hey, let's just – Let's like don't carry any of the first half back out there with us. It's just got to be right now with the fight. And then, you know, this group, this starting group, uh, really changed the whole tone of the game. Jacks made big plays. Gideon made big plays. Foose had a presence early on. Uh, Rudy was inspirational, and, and Spence is always good. And those guys just changed the whole tenor of the game. And um, incredibly, incredibly proud of our guys. Not surprised. Yeah, uh, you know, Portland switching everything was problematic for us in the first half because we it, it got us really sped up, um, and we've been really effective playing against teams that switch. Um, um, we just we just you know they made some shots early and 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 we got a little sped up and we didn't kind of exploit that the, as good as we could. You know, Foose was um, you know didn't have the greatest first half, and you know we usually punish people when they try and switch with him, which which he did in the second half in an amazing way. Um, and so, you know, all of that was super complicated. We just so in the second half, one of the things we want to do is we really want to push the ball just so we could avoid that, so we could get get through that. And um, the guys did an incredible job uh, actually executing that on their own, simple play after simple play. Richie, for you, you talk about you know you love being competitive. You guys kind of had you know flat moments, but you just stayed active the whole game. You kind of kept the team in the first half. What was working? You know, like uh, I'm just fortunate enough to. Who have been out there on the floor, um, but like Coach said in, the, in that second half, you know, like that starting group was incredible. Um, totally changed the the pace of the game, and um, you know, like in the locker room, it was it was nothing. Nothing was over. We didn't just like roll over, you know. And that's um, like what I just I think is so incredible. You know, like we we came out and said like this is not done. If we lose, we go home, and so we're not gonna lose. Um, yeah. Kind of going off what Richie said, that first half, Foose really set the tone just by his rebounding and calling for the ball. He was super aggressive. Um, I mean, he drew a whole bunch of defenders in there. He did catch the ball. So um, and then he found the open man every time. And if he didn't, he was finishing it. So it was really good to see, and we needed it. So. Yeah. Yes, what changed for you personally in the second half? Because Squirrels in the first half, you had like 11 points opening minutes of the second half. What so was the difference there for you? Um, I mean, I came out flat, um, and, you know, just going into the second half, I knew I had to step up for my team. Everybody knew that they had to step up. Um, it wasn't a great first half, and so we just came out with the energy and the fight that we needed, and we got it done. Yeah. Mark, it, it seemed like everybody you played gave you something. Are you feeling like you've built some depth that, that you can throw numbers at people and keep kind of hard? I think, you know, I think these guys have built it. Um, you know, Richie's coming off the bench as a freshman. I think I think everybody trusts him. Jax, you trust him? Oh, yeah, for sure. So, you know, I, and, and, and that's a lot. Like, that, that's a big deal. And, 
You know, Atiki, um, you know, this is a really challenging game for Foose and Atiki in terms of matchups because because Portland's playing five guys that really shoot the ball at an incredible clip. And I thought Atiki uh, gave us an unbelievable effort, um, guard like a guard. Like, I thought he was really good, and, you know, all of us trust him. And, and TC gave us really important minutes. I mean, I know they weren't, like, standout, you know, headline minutes, but they were super important. And you kind of go down the list of all the guys. Trey Stewart gave us really important minutes in the first half. And, and um, so... Um, you know, it's, it's a luxury uh, when you're in a tournament, especially for us having to play multiple games, um, that, that you have guys to play, and we certainly do. Yeah, did you come into this game not only knowing that you wanted to play at pace, but also knowing you had a physical advantage and you could maybe be the more aggressive physical game? Well, that's when we've been uh, successful. So in the first half, we felt like as a group, as a collective group, we felt like we were losing every 50-50 ball. Um, you know, we felt like the first 10 minutes of the game, Portland really scored and executed well and made shots. And then the second 10 minutes, it, when they actually extended the lead, a lot of it was just junk stuff where we just, you know, it was, it was, it was messy offense where we had a chance to go win a 50-50 ball and we didn't. And they capitalized and over over, whether it was an offensive rebound or a deflection or whatever. And our guys uh, completely changed that in the second half. And that has been an identity of this team. When we've been successful, we have been, uh, you know, we have been the team that's winning those balls, and, and they did in the second half. Coach, I know Benji has talked about himself. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to ask Good. about him while he's standing there. Yeah. How big were those men in the second half? Yeah. That he had in that well, you guys saw it. Like, we were stuck. We were stuck. You had a coach sitting over on the sidelines. It was stuck, just a big dummy, and, and uh, we were stuck as a team. And Richie just said, you know what? Just to like keep us afloat, I'm just gonna raise up and make shots. You know, he just he just was like, I'll just raise up and make some shots in the first half, just to just to make every just to calm everybody down. And that's coming from a freshman, his first ever taste of March Madness, which is pretty exciting. Um, you know, he's got an unbelievable motor, an unbelievable work ethic, and and clearly he was huge for us tonight. Uh, and he's he's had a really incredible freshman year, just in terms of like. You know, he's had huge impact in, you know, every fourth or fifth or sixth game, he's got a huge impact in it. That's, that's a lot to do as a freshman. So he's, he's been incredible. Well, I want to be Richard Jackson. Um, when the momentum shifted, when you guys started going on a 13-0 run, you feel the crowd. Did that get you guys going? You know, did it feel kind of like Bob's in the Marriott Center again, having the fan-based Cougar Nation? Yeah, big time. It's funny when they do, like, the B-Y-U Cougars. It's so funny because they're, like, like we're, we're in Vegas, and, yeah, it sounded just like, Maybe not as loud, but it's still it's a big volume, and like we love that. You know, I I love uh, being able to play in front of these um, incredible fans. You know? Any other questions? Great, thank you guys. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. You got it. Hit it. What you got? Just uh, this match with LMU. Um, yeah. Tournament. Uh, yeah. Played a couple weeks ago. Yep. Is a is a it's a great team. It's a veteran veteran team uh, with one of the top guards in the league um, and this Cam Shelton who just he did a number on us uh, at their place uh, defensively the impact he had on the game was so incredible and, um, you know they're kind of veteran top to bottom can make shots have huge size really really physical it's a great team you know, but this Richie Saunders he loves Vegas man <laughs> he, he had a he had a big time game against Creighton when we were here last time so we expect him to be 18 and 7 every single night we're in Vegas <laughs> Okay. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you.
That's uh, Coach Mark Pope, Richie Saunders, who had 18 points in this game, and Jackson Robinson, who had 14 points in this game. After the break, we'll send you back to the Orleans Arena for more Cougar Post Game Live with Greg and Mark. BYU beats Portland 82-71 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Greg Rubel with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU 82 and Portland 71 is our final score here in the second round of the WCC Tournament, Orleans Arena, Las Vegas, Nevada. BYU advancing to the quarterfinals to take on LMU tomorrow night. Let's get you to our postgame honorees from this game. We'll start with our Waystar star of the game, brought to you by Waystar, simplifying healthcare payments. Learn more at waystar.com. And with a career-high 18 points, we go with Richie Saunders. The rookie, 5 for 10 from the field, 3 of 6 from deep, made all 5 of his free throws, 7 rebounds, 5 on the offensive end. He has a block. He has a steal. He's placed 24 minutes for BYU and leads BYU's bench brigade, which tonight was outstanding, outscoring Portland 28-8. to with the reserves. Richie Saunders is the way star, star of the game. A nod to Fuseni Traore, dominant as usual. But man, without Richie, BYU's maybe only down, maybe not only yeah. down 13 at halftime. He was the one guy that really brought it tonight from the get-go and saved BYU's game. I mean, it's one thing to come back from 13. It's another to come back from 20-plus, which was where BYU was headed, but for Richie Saunders. And Dallin Hall, also a nice job off the bench. You mentioned the bench guys, Greg, but what about the starting five? The starting five in the first half scored nine points, and the second half scored 43 points. Wow. So what a, what a great effort. You mentioned the bench, but, man, that starting five was terrific in the second half. Now for our New Skin Data Discovery, brought to you by New Skin, your innovative beauty and wellness company that helps you look, feel, and live better. Mark, what do you see in tonight's box score? A lot of good things to look at. Where do you go? Yeah, I thought fast breaks is a really interesting one for BYU. 24-4 to for fast breaks. And BYU's not necessarily a fast break team, but, man, they created the turnovers, got into transition, and that's how really how they were able to open up that lead in the early offense transition in the start of that second half. We've got Coach Cahill Fennell in two minutes as we bring you the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. This has been the Big O Tires. Cougar Post, uh, Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We are back at the Orleans Arena, Las Vegas, Nevada. WCC Tournament, second round night. BYU 82, Portland 71, our final score. Cougars out of the quarterfinals against LMU tomorrow night. BYU down 13 at halftime after being down 14 in the first half and just blitz Portland coming out of the halftime locker room on the way to this win. Coach Cahill Fennell is joining us on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Coach Fennell, congrats to you and the boys. No doubt, and there never was doubt, about this team's resilience. You've been coming back all year, 
so nice to be able to come back and then close out the way you did so strongly. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. The guys were fantastic, and to your point, they've really been great all year as far as showing fight, um, fighting through adversity, showing some perseverance. Um, I, I just think their, their mental toughness and their mindset to continue to fight and rebound and defend and stack stops together like that, um, they know and they recognize that that's what leads to comeback victories, right? You're not going to have five-point um, shots or you're not going to get in chunks and things like that. It's going to be stop after stop after stop, rebound after rebound, and then we start to put some scoreboard pressure on them, and we were the mentally tougher team. Now, Coach, congrats on a great win. That was fun to watch. What's your assessment of, you know, this is a tale of two halves, really. What went wrong for you in the first half, and what what, what changed in the second half? You know, we, I think we were a little bit flat in that first half. Um, obviously, with that bye, it's a one day, so I'm certainly not trying to make excuses, but our guys just uh, didn't respond to it great. They had just played last night. They were in a great groove. They shot the cover off the ball last night and played at a really high level. And they played really small, right? So it puts somebody like Foose in a tough spot after not playing for a while to jump into it um, and, and guard guards in the perimeter and guard stagger actions and perimeter-based actions. Um, it's not an orthodox style for our fives, right? So um, I think collectively we're a little bit flat and we were second to loose balls and second to rebounds. And they beat us to the punch. And our guys just really dug in and recognized it was going to help us win this game. And they did it. You were down 13 at halftime. What might it have been without Richie Saunders in the first half? Richie was fantastic. So much credit to Richie. The guy works so hard. He gets in the gym every single morning to shoot the basketball and improve his stroke. Um, you know, he's, he's been known as a shooter for almost his entire high school career. And for him to come out, um, not shoot the ball the way he would hoped earlier in the season, and just put the work in, put the work in. And he's starting to see the rewards of that is fantastic because he's always played with energy, right? And it's, it's so great to see that be rewarded. He had five offensive rebounds tonight, seven total, 18 and seven off the bench in a tough game, a tournament game in a neutral court. Super proud of him. And in a one-game winner-go-home scenario, 19 offensive rebounds as a team tells maybe anybody all they need to know about where this team's mind was tonight. Yeah, I, I think from a mental and physical toughness standpoint, like you, you have to pitch up for these games. In a one-win-and-go-home uh, scenario, like you said, that's everything, right? There's, there's no excuse. There's no space uh, to leave anything out there, right? Like you just have to fight for every single loose ball, every 50-50 scenario. We have to win it. We have to dominate those margins. Uh, and our guys really, really displayed that in the second half tonight. So, Coach, I know you have heavy scouting responsibilities in a tournament setting. How did it go this week knowing you could face one of two teams? And, and so how did it lead up to, to scout the scout for this game? And then going forward, how will that work for you guys? Yeah, so it's never super straightforward, right? So we just had the, the San Francisco game to close the regular season, and I had a lot of success there. And our guys were fantastic in that one. And for us to turn around and kind of be in this ambiguous gray area as far as who we're actually playing is tough. So um, we kind of have to sprinkle in some actions um, that maybe both teams and USD and, uh, and Portland kind of run together um, and, and just kind of give our guys a broad sense, a 30,000-foot view of, of what both teams might do. Um, and then today uh, and last night, we really dug into the specifics of what we can expect today in the game. So uh, you, you have to do a blend of a little bit of both. Behind the scenes with the staff, shout out to Coach Finnell because the coaching staff divides out the opposing scouts. And Coach Finnell had the USF game last Saturday, and he had Portland tonight, and he's got LMU tomorrow. So they just so happen no to sleep. All, this they happen to all follow to Coach Finnell three in a row, which is not normal, <laughs> but responding with flying colors to this point. We'll take a break more with Coach Cahill Finnell as we continue on the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 82, 
72, Portland 71. Cougars the five seed, Pilots the eight seed, and uh, the Cougars knock out the Pilots and their season. The Cougars season continues into the quarterfinals here in Vegas. BYU and LMU tomorrow night. Coach Cahill Fennell joining us on the BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show. Coach Fennell, uh, quick turnaround. You get an LMU team that you beat by 28 at your place last month. Prior to that, in L.A., they got the first of the two games this year. Your thoughts on taking on a team with one of the hottest players in the game right now in Cam Shelton? Yeah, he's fantastic. They're a really good team. Um, you, you know, you spoke to our past two meetings. It was knockdown, drag out. Um, we're evenly matched in a lot of ways. Um, they play so hard. They play so tough as we do. Um, so, again, it's going to be about dominating those margins and figuring out a way to uh, slow down Cam Shelton and Kelly Leapepe and uh, some of their perimeter-based guys like Jalen Anderson. So uh, they have a lot of guys that can hurt you. It's not just one. We really have to show up and guard. Coach, we, we hope there's a lot more basketball to come, but as you kind of look at this season, your first season with BYU, what have been some of the challenges for this team, and, and where have you seen the most improvement from these guys? I think we've seen growth across the board. Uh, I've really been fortunate to work with guys that are just so um, receptive to coaching, and they want to get better, and they want to work, and they want to learn. Uh, really to a man. Everybody just works their behinds off of being a better basketball player, uh, both as individuals and for us collectively. I just think we've improved in so many ways from the details as far as ball screen defense, um, transition defense, things like that, and, and how we're running our offense and being sharper and executing better. Uh, I just think we've seen growth really in every aspect of our program, and I'm really proud of our guys. Visiting with Coach Cahill Fennell, Cougar uh, Postgame Coaches Show, brought to you by BYU Creamery. Coach, college football has its bowl season, but nothing quite matches college basketball's March, the month of March. Um, what does it mean to you, and what's been your most special March experience in your lifetime to this point? Oh, gosh, that's a great question. Um, you know, my, the, the most success I've personally uh, enjoyed in March was at the D2 level, actually, uh, with UT Permian Basin. I was there for two seasons. In my second season, uh, we were fortunate enough to win the, uh, the conference title in the Lone Star Conference, and it had never been done before at our school, and, and we went to the NCAA tournament for the first time in school history. So that was a really special moment with a special group. Um, and I think, you know, for us this season to replicate that, it's going to take more fight and execution and all those things that we can control, right? I think if we show up with that same kind of a competitive mindset um, where we're, we're taking the fight to the other group and, and we're executing the way we expect to on offense, I think we'll be right where we want to be. You're only one game into your run, but runs, as we talk about, are pretty special, aren't they? When you get a team that starts believing in itself and, and you win a couple and suddenly it's like, you know, who can't we beat? Absolutely, absolutely. When you start believing in yourself, like you said, that bleeds in everything. That bleeds in every aspect, right? How you're guarding, you feel like you can guard really talented guys, you feel like you can jump and rebound with anybody, you feel like you can make any shot. Um, when you're playing with confidence and self-belief, not only in yourself but in your teammates, man, that really goes a long way. Coach, there were a lot of great performances tonight, but what kind of sticks with me is how Foose would not be denied in the last four or five minutes and just moving people and going getting rebounds and scoring. I mean, that was really impressive. So impressive what he does. I mean, he's a big, but he's not tall. And, and for him to dominate like that, that's that's really impressive. Your thoughts on Foose tonight? I completely agree with you, man. When, when Foose is not nice, he's a killer. <laughs> and and he can, he's darn near elite, man. When he's not nice, he's out there just trying to kind of go through the motions and, and not hurt his teammates feeling by demanding the ball and not bumping too, too hard defensively like – when he's not nice, he's really, really, really effective, and he's a load, and he's hard to stop in, in every in every respect, right? On the glass, on the block, uh, with loose balls. I mean, he's so strong. He's quick to the ball. Um, when he's playing with an edge and a, and a mean streak, um, he, he's, a, he's a handful. You know what else is elite is a 1.30, two points per possession tonight. Very efficient, especially in the second half, 52.5 for BYU. How important are 28 bench points for you guys tonight? 
Well, it's huge, and especially in a situation like this where our, our first group obviously needed a jolt, right? Like, we came out so flat and so disoriented defensively. That second group led by uh, led by Richie Saunders really came in. Trey, Trey Stewart came in and gave us, yeah. gave us great minutes as well, especially defensively. And how about uh, trading at the very, very end? Needed to bail you out a little bit. No question. No question. TC is so versatile, right? I mean, he can play the five. He can play the four. He can handle the basketball. He can guard one through five. Uh, he's a former point guard. I mean, like, those kind of guys that come off the bench and they stay ready and they take their opportunity is hugely, hugely helpful, especially in a tournament setting where we're going to need everybody eventually. Well, Coach, we're going to let you uh, get right back to work because you've got more work to do to get your guys ready to play LMU tomorrow night. So excited that this run continues. We'll see you tomorrow and to see you back here tomorrow night. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate Thanks, it. Coach. All right, that's Coach Cahill Fennell. We'll come back and wrap it up on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU Creamery, Cougar Post Game Coaches Show, brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Uh, Coach Pope, who normally joins us, of course, uh, post game, had other uh, media protocol responsibilities, so we knew ahead of time he'd be getting an assistant coach. It was Coach Cahill Fennell tonight. Coach was awesome. Sure love him. I love him. I'm. Well, I haven't had a lot of chance to talk with him all year, obviously, because Coach Pope comes on. But, man, what a great addition he is. And I don't think it's a mistake that the scouts where, you know, the last couple games where BYU's played so well have been his scouts. I mean, he does a really, really good job, and it deserves a lot of credit for that. So tonight's game, BYU 82, Portland 71. It carries along with the trend. When BYU lost a league game this year, it was close. And when BYU, lost, when BYU won a league game, it was usually kind of a big margin. The Cougars are good enough to win by a lot of points, and they did it tonight by 11 after being down 14. And when you, you lose a league game, it's usually a tight one, one that you know they barely you know a- end up being edged at the end. And so the Cougars have the ability to play some dominant basketball. I want Cougar Nation to know, Greg Rubel, that w- when things were going badly, Greg Rubel was incredibly positive. He's like, well, BYU get back in this. They always get back in this. They'll be right back in this, and then they're going to win this game. They're going to win. I was very negative after that first half. This team looks like they might have given up, but you, you you know you knew better and you knew this team and what they're all about, what they've done this year. And this team, Greg, was on the brink of having just a terrible finish to this season. I mean, you imagine if that if that happened gone differently for BYU, they get blown out by Portland. You're done with the season. That that that's a killer. That that's that really would hurt. And now. They did that. They have a great win, and now they're confident and go, can, can go forward. Whatever happens, that was a huge win for BYU, and a credit to those guys to not give up and find a way to win. Let's get to our Economics Partners valuable stat of the game, brought to you by Economics Partners. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes, when your business needs evaluation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. And, again, a lot of good numbers from which to choose in this one. Uh, we're going to look to the rebound number. 19 to 7 on the offensive glass translating into an 18 to 7 advantage in second chance points 19 to 7 on offensive rebounds is a massive advantage and uh, it's tough to get 19 in a game there was a while yeah. for the, there was a while for the maybe first two months of the season BYU was averaging right around 13 which is hard enough to do to 19 is really something and again speak to the tenacity required to come back in, uh, in a must-win situation, which BYU did tonight. So we'll look at that as our <laughs> Listen, valuable stat of the game. They only missed 
33 shots. So 19 rebounds. <laughs> at that, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's they shot it well and crashed the boards yeah, really well. So, I mean, that that was stu- the rebounding job was stunning. I'm stunned. Do I look stunned to you? Because that was a stunning performance on the boards. For those uh, listening at home, Mark looks a little stunned <laughs> right now. Uh, and and the, the closeout uh, component as well as notable, uh, Portland missed all of its last six shots in the field, made one of its last nine, no field goals in the final 4-8, 4-08 of the game. There have been a few games this year where BYU just couldn't find a way to get a stop in the final five minutes. It didn't happen tonight. They got stops. They, they, they erased Portland's comeback hopes. And the final five minutes belonged to BYU tonight. Got all the boards, uh, and that's been a problem. Teams getting offensive boards late, multiple opportunities. There were the ones that got the offensive boards. Foose was amazing. We talked about him. He made... Two free throws, a front end he made, which were, were big. And then Richie Saunders, who was great all night, made two free throws and got a bucket. And I mean, they found a way. They said, we're not going to be denied. They got the rebounds. They got the buckets they needed. And it wasn't one of those heartbreaks for BYU. Yep. They took care of business. And, uh, you know, who knows? Uh, all the ups and downs you go through in the regular season, uh, maybe all those tough lessons learned came to bear tonight in a way. And the Cougars were rewarded as a result in pulling away from Portland late. What a win. 82-71 is our final score. We're back with you tomorrow night, we're happy to say, as BYU will play LMU in the WCC Tournament quarterfinals. It'll be a 7 o'clock Mountain Time pregame with an 8 o'clock Mountain Time tip, 6 o'clock and 7 o'clock respectively here Pacific Time in Las Vegas. We're back with you tomorrow night as BYU takes on the well-rested LMU Lions. Lions have not played yet. They have the bye, double bye to Saturday, so they will await BYU and much like BYU got a team that had already played a game and won a game, LMU now has to get up to speed quickly because BYU will have a lot of energy, a lot of conviction, a lot of confidence, and be battle-hardened after 40 minutes here tonight. I'm excited to see a neutral floor game between these two teams. I think they're very similar, and I think it's going to be an excellent game. BYU drilled them at home, and, and LMU got BYU on their home court. So this will be fun to see which team is the better team here in Vegas. All right, let's wrap it up by saying thanks to our crew back at BYU Radio. Our control board operators, Logan Gardner and James Finlayson, our studio control coordinator is our senior senior coordinating producer is Terry South. We had Cleon Wall in the scoreboard studio. Jason Shepard back with us tomorrow night. Thanks to Cleon for pinch hitting the last few weeks. Our Broadcast intern Caleb Hatch on the operations side of things, Clark Jackman and Sean O'Neill, and BYU's Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorships, Casey Stoffer, on the sponsorship side of the equation. So that is our crew back at BYU Radio. Thanks to everyone there. Courtside, our appreciation to BYU Men's Basketball Communications Director Tyson Jex. Our thanks to Coach Cahill Finnell joining us in the postgame show as well. And for my color commentary colleague Mr. Mark Durant, my name is Greg Grubel saying in the meantime and in between time this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Final score, BYU 82 Portland 71. Good night and so long from Las Vegas. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Vorkink, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship, Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.